Coming up, we talk about ourselves, the speed camera challenge, and my nipples. This is Running is Bullshit. Welcome to the first episode of Running is Bullshit, the podcast that simultaneously complains about and celebrates running by pointing out the bullshit. I'm Amy Genders. And I'm Stuart Harding. And we are going to, as we said, we're going to point out the bullshit of running. Uh, perhaps we should say, first of all, we actually do love running. I mean, yeah. we've called it running is bullshit and we're going to talk about how bullshit running is. But we do love running. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love it when I'm not actually running half the time. But <laughs> but as we've always said, complaining about running is part of the joy of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we wouldn't do it unless we couldn't have a good complaint about it afterwards. Absolutely. Um, so there's lots of terrible things. I think there's lots of inspirational podcasts about running. There's lots of fantastic books and all this kind of thing. So I think this provides something of a balance for all those people that do running but hate it at the same time. Yeah, which is everyone, surely. Unless yeah, I mean, I'm sure Mo Farah hates running when he's running. He probably does. Yeah, I don't yeah. trust someone that purely loves running and everything about it. Yeah, I'm sure when he's running his two-hour, six-minute Chicago Marathon time, he hates every minute of those two hours. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is what we're going to do. Uh, it was kind of my... Really, I'm just jumping on the podcast bandwagon while it's still a thing, because I guess mm. in two years' time, people are going to be like, huh, you remember podcasts? So 2018. So I thought I might as well get in there while I can. And I just sent you a message and told you you were going to do it with me. Yeah, I, I had no choice in the matter. I didn't actually want to do it. Stuart just turned up at my house and yeah. said I had to. So here I am, against my will. Please send help. Don't send help. <laughs> okay, so um, we're going to have guests on, I think, uh, fairly regularly. But just for now, it's just me and Amy. So we'll start off with a little bit of our backgrounds. Amy, tell me about yourself and your running. Not yourself. I don't care about yourself. Tell me about your running. So, well, it all started. Um, so I've been a runner now since 2012, inspired by the London Olympics, inspire a generation, hashtag. Um, no, I was, well, I don't think I was inspired by the London Olympics, but I started in 2012. It's just a happy coincidence that the London Olympics was happening in that year. Uh, so I started with the Couch to 5K program and since then I've been a fairly regular runner. Over the last two years I've had a lot of issues with injuries, which is why I am at the moment injured. Um, so hopefully I will remain on this podcast <laughs> and not have to go onto like a cycling podcast or a weightlifting oh. podcast because I can't run anymore. Oh. Um, I mean running's bullshit but other sports are even worse. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, that's me. I'm a runner but not running really at the moment because my knee hurts a lot. Oh, um, I also started in 2012 um, I just kind of went straight in for park run because at the time I was playing football because I just decided I basically I literally had one of those moments where I saw a photograph of myself and was like whoa okay that needs to change <laughs> so I started playing football and I was dreadful I was honestly really really terrible I know that seems hard to believe um, so eventually I thought right I'll start doing some running I think I did like run to training every now and then but I thought right I'll go to park run and I'll give that a go um but eventually i was so bad at football i just gave up and just carried on running because it seems when you, you forrest you, gump style like across across the i UK. didn't carry on running <laughs> non-stop no no it took a long while for me to do any more than park run i think for six months i just did park run mm-hmm. once every two or three weeks um but i realized that you can't really fuck up running and if you do mm. it's just you if yeah. you fuck up football, you get people really angry at you. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I thought running it would be would be easier. Um, so yeah, it's about six and a half years for me now, and about three years with a club as well, which has mm. kind of changed everything. Basically, I've run a lot, lot more since then. Mm. Yeah, I, I found that I did run a lot more when I joined a club, which is also when my injury happened. I'm not saying that the two are related, 
But I don't know, maybe, maybe joining a club makes you have an injury. I don't know. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I wasn't injured before I joined the club either. Mm, yeah. So, okay, yeah, we're, we're finding, this is like investigative journalism <laughs> here as well. We are finding shit out. This, this is amazing. Yeah, this is the first topic. Do running clubs cause injuries? No. <laughs> oh, okay, well, well, perhaps we'll look into it. And we'll yeah. never come back to it. Yeah, never. No, we'll, we'll probably have a lot of angry um, club runners. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it is the club that causes the injury, but I do think you obviously increase your training volume when you're with a club and obviously your intensity as well, Yeah. which then you're vulnerable to overtraining, which I did. It, it's a, you know, I can't blame the club for that. It was me being silly and doing a stupid challenge yeah. where I tried to run every day in 2017. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it only lasted four months before I um, completely messed my knee up and I haven't been able to run again properly since. So, it only do lasted that. four months. <laughs> I ran every day for four months. That's awful. Why would you do that? I, I, I don't know. I just had this mad moment when I was just thinking, right, I need to do something different. So let's run every day for four months. Don't do that. It's Well, some people do, don't they? Some people have been doing run yeah. streaks for years. And I thought, well, if they can do it, how hard can it be? You know, just go out and run every... And this is the thing. Like, I set out thinking, well... On the days where I'd just do a mile, because I'd do my normal training, and on the days where I'd run, you know, the everyday bit, where I'd normally take a rest day, which you should have if you're a runner, because they're very important, I now know that, um, I just thought, well, I'll run a mile really slowly, but you don't, because it's raining and it's windy and you want to get it done, and because it's just a mile, you end up running it stupidly quickly, quicker than you'd ever run a mile normally, <laughs> so I had, yeah, so it basically ended up being high intensity volume training, Every day. seven days a week, and surprise, surprise, I got an injury. And then I went to the physio and he's like, have you been overtraining? I'm like, well, not really. <laughs> have, you, have you increased your volume uh, recently? Not really. Just, you know, but <laughs> a few more miles here and there. Nothing major. So you ran every day for four months. Yeah. Uh, a little while ago, I, you know, I ran on like a Friday, which I don't usually do, then did the weekend and did my Monday run. And I, I looked back and I thought, oh, I ran four days in a row. I don't often do that. And I looked back. I had never run four days in a row in six God. years of running. Oh, I thought I've either been really lazy or really sensible. I like to think I've been very sensible and taking advantage of my rest days. I think, I think, yeah, I think it's sensible, yeah. I just couldn't believe after all the running I've done, I've never run four days in a row. And I think I've still only done it twice. I do think it depends on the intensity. So if you can do that, sort of those recovery runs, and also building up to it gradually over like years yeah. of increasing volume yeah. and increasing intensity which but building up to things slowly is boring i know just I know. do it straight away what's the rule like the 10 percent rule like you uh, should increase by more than 10 percent no increase by 200 percent. it doesn't matter it's <laughs> getting injured it don't matter <laughs> yeah it says you being a bit injured and me also a bit injured as well um, what's your injury well i've been a bit this kind of moves on to uh what we've been up to recently um i don't know i don't know my ass is knackered basically. i thought you, you were gonna say your nipples then <laughs> We're, we're, we're getting to that. Okay. We're getting okay. to that. Um, I'm saving that for you. My ass has been shit for ages now. Um, I don't know why. It's just tired. I think this, the way I'm running must be bad. I'm tired. Lazy glutes. Lazy glutes. <laughs> but it's just, oh, it's so annoying. It's just been, it feels like I'm doing 100 squats every morning. And I'm, I'm really, really not. Perhaps that's the problem. Um, and then I did the, the half marathon yesterday. I got a PB. Hooray. That's lovely. But oh my God, it was awful. <laughs> It was horrible. What, your ass hurt all the way round? Just the whole race. The whole right, thing was yeah. terrible. Oh, right. It was okay. like, it was. It felt like a 10k. From the first mm. mile, felt like a 10k. That kind of intensity. And I was just, 
uh, running with a friend who was pacing me through and she was just bulldozing her way through people you know people are kind of just running along having a nice chat she's like excuse me straight through the middle of them not bothered at all so she, I was being dragged around by her um, I think that used to pull up I find with like half marathon any race really where it's very um, a lot of people on the course trying to get around people takes up half the energy it feels yeah, like because you're having to feel like it feels almost like you're speeding up a bit to get around them and then you've oh, got definitely. to maintain that pace and it's just a bit exhausting in that way when you have to slow down behind someone wait yeah. for a gap and then yeah. dash through a little gap yeah, yeah. It's good. yeah you come to a little extra sprint session in the middle of your half mm-hmm. actually you know I read something the other day about half marathon saying they are the easiest distance to race, which I thought was interesting because the, the justification was 5k is obviously hard. Mm. A mile should make you throw up. 10k is basically a 5k, just a little bit slower. It's mm. basically the same pace. Um, a marathon is obviously really, really far, but half marathon, you've got enough time to relax a little bit, adjust your pace in the middle. I went into that thing. Yeah, that's probably, that's true. But literally from the first mile yesterday, it was horrible. And I just, I, I regretted all of it the mm. whole way. Yeah, I can imagine if you're going for like, if you're going for a PB, any race distance is hard. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't get, you just, the faster you go, the harder it's going to be, obviously. So yeah. if that's the fastest you've ever run a half marathon, everything, it's always going to feel hard. I think if you're going out not to get a PB, then I, I quite like half marathon distance yeah. because you can relax into it. And if you're feeling good at six miles, you can like pick up the pace a bit. And like so when I did Cardiff half last year, I quite enjoyed that, but I knew I couldn't get a PB because I was injured. So I just kind of, I went out, taking it easy, got to six miles, picked up the pace a bit, felt fine, finished. Lovely, lovely day. But if you're going for a PB, yeah, it feels like shit the whole way around, no matter what distance you're doing. But is it is it the least shit? Half marathon. Because um, I thought that in theory, the first half of it, you can should be at a fairly comfortable pace. And yeah. I think when I did it a couple of years ago, we got a PB, I did really enjoy that one because I felt good all the way. I felt strong mm. and fast. Yesterday was just like hanging on for grim death the whole way. That's the worst thing about it is I realised that because my ass has felt like shit for ages and my training hasn't been that consistent, I still have to try again and go faster. Oh. Hold on it's not like grim life. <laughs> yeah, it's like some some things, you know, I got my mile PV this year. I'm pretty happy with that. I'm, you know, next year, yeah, I'll, I'll leave. I'll do a couple of mile races because I enjoy them. The but mile is the worst. Race. It is. Yeah, it is. It's the worst. Because I, I was entered for the Butel Mile and it was it was pissing it down with rain that day. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought, you know what? And I went out and ran 11 miles instead because I could not be asked with, with sprinting 11. It was windy. I remember it being really windy and rainy. I just thought, I don't want to sprint. A mile, a so you mile. did 11. Yeah, yeah, because I just thought, I don't want to... What kind of twisted logic do you have? I'm not sure. I'm not sure my logic that day, but I just really... The idea of sprinting down Butte Street with the rain and the wind, like, blowing in my face and just... And being, in like, slightly injured and stuff and just being in pain, I thought, nah, nah, I'm just going to go out and take a really slow... It's like a really slow 11 miles, and it was lovely. I was really wet by the end of it, but I would have been just as wet running down Butte Street, I'm sure. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah. To a point you get saturated. You could have done the mile and then done a few miles no, afterwards. No, 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 no. Because I would have had to sprint the mile. I would have been done in. And then you've got the mental thing of all those little kids overtaking you. Yeah, they do. So that. my ego would have been bruised as yeah. well, along with like my knee and everything else falling apart. So it just it was a recipe for disaster. I thought, nah, no way. You're clearly wrong. Well, I mean, looking back, I do think, well, maybe I, it would have been a better idea. Like logic, the logic is... Yeah, just t- seven minutes of running down Butte Street in the rain rather than two hours of running in the rain. Yeah. But no, I had an enjoyable morning. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, 
Can we talk about my nipples? Yeah, I know you're dying to bring it up. It's I, it's an important issue. It's mm-hmm. something I've been very serious about for a while. You've got to protect the nipples. Got it's it, just, yeah. it's no, you know, people go with like, you know, the body glide and the vaseline yeah. and stuff. I think it doesn't do it's the job. It's not hashtag free the nipple, it's hashtag protect the nipple. You've got to protect the nipple. You've, you've got just it. got to get plasters on there. Yeah. And that's what I always do. And yeah. I've always done that. But yesterday, for some reason, I thought in the morning, I thought, well, it's not too warm. It's not raining. And that's usually when you get the problem when it's a bit wet. Mm. Should be fine, I think. I've worn this vest before. No problem at all. It was not fine. Because, well, apart from me pouring water on myself and also uh, Holly was rain with throwing water on me uh, and me back at her. I started it, so I can't really complain. With all that, I did get nipple issues. Now, luckily, I've never quite been as bad as, you know, a lot of people with the proper blood mm. running down. There's fantastic pictures of yeah. guys with uh, just blood running down mm. their white vests and T-shirts. That's hilarious, obviously. Uh, I feel very sorry for them. Actually, I did see, when I was in Berlin a few weeks ago, I did see a guy who had a vest on, and what he'd done, he'd rolled it up. So he just had his nipples just hanging out at the bottom of his vest, which was a fantastic look. Well, he's he's cracked it. Why doesn't everyone do that? You know, a few times I run along, you know, holding yeah. my T-shirt out away from me. But yeah, rolling it up oh, yeah. is genius. Like, I think he's obviously had this issue before. <laughs> he should have protected it. He knows from experience. <laughs> I mean, I think it's fair to say this is a male issue only, as far as I'm aware. I'm thinking there's an untapped sort of market in sports bras for men. Yeah, I think so. Well, I think in winter it's easy because you wear a base layer or a compression mm, t-shirt. Yeah. Holds things in a bit easier. Um, so my understanding women don't get the issue, but they, mm. there, there is other chafing issues with a sports bra. This is my understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there like a female equivalent of the scabby nipple? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, just like, I think, well... I find like chafing anywhere that's got a band on that will rub. So yeah. like the band of my shorts gives me chafing yeah. like around where the band of my shorts like on my hip and on the on my on my back. Um then yeah, at the bottom of your sports bar you can get chafing. I find as well on my shorts on my thigh yeah. as well. It just when it's wet though. So you just got to vaseline up all those like spaces yeah. where there's a seam. I think that's the key, the seam. Um I think they're okay to hang. Let me just have a look. Oh, lovely. Oh, yeah. there's a little, little bit of scabby on the hands. Check right. Oh, yes, a little, little scabby. You know what? This is Why a good are we podcasting. doing this video? <laughs> I know. I've just showed Amy my nipples on, uh, on the podcast. It's, it's a sight to behold. <laughs> a little scabby, but they're actually not that sore today, so I'm, I've got away with it. I've had yeah. worse. Oh, God. Like scars. Well, not quite scars, but, you know, a proper scab you can have a, a good pick at. Because, oh, God. You Come on. <laughs> you always pick a scab. Not, well, anyway... So yeah, it was the London Marathon Ballot Day today, the National Day of Disappointment. And actually, I woke up this morning and I saw on Twitter that the people were getting stuff through the post and getting emails, and I was just waiting all day. Like, I couldn't concentrate on work because I was thinking, oh my God, today is, you know, because there's always that, it's like the lottery, if you buy like a lottery ticket, if it's going to be like a really big jackpot or something, there's always that tiny voice that goes, maybe I will get it, maybe yeah. I will get into London do. Marathon, Maybe. maybe. Spoiler alert, I didn't get in. You didn't know. I didn't I didn't find out until a few hours ago actually. Because oh. the postman didn't deliver anything, so I thought, okay. Didn't have any emails. I kept checking my junk email box. Nothing. Yeah. Refreshing. So it the all pain the time. is still quite raw for you then? I don't know whether it's pain because in some ways I'm quite relieved because at least I don't have to run London Marathon. Like I don't have to run. This is seems to be what I get more often than when I see people talking about it, they're like Phew, I didn't get in, now I can do this. Most people yeah. seem to enter not wanting to run. If I got in, I'd be ecstatic, of course. I'm not saying, because I know that people on Twitter were saying, oh, um, people who did get in were saying, oh, I've got in and, and I kind of wish I hadn't entered now. And other people who didn't get in were like, 
I've been wanting to get in for 10 years and you know yeah. so if I did get in I'd be absolutely ecstatic I'd be very sort of grateful for the place and all that I wouldn't be disappointed at the same time not getting in I am quite relieved because okay. I think I don't have to do all that bloody training because it'd have to start like almost within a few months you, you say that but you'll train for something else you'll just enter something else instead and you'll just train for that I've entered an ultra marathon so. well, there you go you've entered a- <laughs> Like you've entered an ultra, so you have to do that instead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not, it's no big deal, you know. It's just forty miles. <laughs> oh, no, I'll, just, I'll just an easy one then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Walk in the park, easy. <laughs> uh, I didn't get in the London Marathon either. Oh, did you actually enter? No. Right. Okay. I've, no, I've never. That's done the that. first stage because I don't want to. Because no. I'm like everyone else. Don't want to when they enter. I don't want to, so I don't enter. Well, that's probably the the smart. I did want. You know what? It's, everyone it's enters when thing. they see it on television. No, I don't. I see it and I think, oh, that looks great. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's but awesome. at the same time, it does, it looks very crowded, doesn't it? Like, it looks it insane. Does. Like, it, I, I moan about Cardiff Half and stuff and Cardiff 10K without being crowded. I don't know how I'd cope with London. But at the same time, I think, you know, it's that once in a lifetime thing of if I get in, I'd probably run it once and never do yeah. it again. But just so I've done it and experienced it. And even if I hated it, at least I'd done it. Can you imagine being Mo Farah running the London Marathon and hearing, Come on, Mo! What well on, Mo? Good on, Mo! Keep going, Mo! For two hours. That would be great. Of I'd love tens that. of thousands <laughs> of people saying exactly the same thing. I would be insane by the end of that. I suppose he blocks it all out, though. He's sort of like... Or maybe he feeds off me. That's what makes him run so fast. You if think... I had somebody shouting at me for all that time, I'd probably do two hours. I, no, I think I'd, just, <laughs> I'd tear someone's face off. And I probably wouldn't be invited back the next year, I assume. Do you not like people cheering for you, though? No, that's fine. But again, two hours of thousands of people. I didn't cheer for you yesterday. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I knew I knew you were in the zone. No, I didn't see you until the last minute. I saw Holly come round, yeah. and I didn't see you until the very last minute. But I was ready. I was on social media duty, so I'd like yeah. taken a covert video. You did, yeah, yeah. Well, but I can't, I can't do the video and shout. So it was. No. But I see, you know, if you're behind the camera filming something, exactly. don't talk because you'll no. sound like an idiot. Well, later on, I did start shouting at people uh, and it did sound like crazy yeah. <laughs> because it's the surprise as well. Like in a half marathon, when you see someone, it's that like the surprise of seeing them. You're like, ah! And you just don't know what to say because you no. haven't actually thought about it. You've waited for an hour you don't, and you still don't know no. what to say when you see them. I saw, I saw somebody who I wasn't expecting to see, one of my friends, and they went, hi, Amy. So I went, hi, are you all right? <laughs> it wasn't like, hey, well done. It was just, you're all right. Like it's I conversational, just, yeah. Like I'd just seen them walking down the street. Yeah. Like, you know. You're right there, yeah, fine. Just what are you up to? Just doing a half marathon, yeah. you know. <laughs> I, I did hear my name shouted at me a few times yesterday. I didn't. I just kind of a couple of times. I kind of looked up and didn't see who it was. Other times, I just couldn't be bothered. I'm just like, ah, just waved. Thanks. I was just, I just, I just got too tired of looking for people. It's hard work. That's the thing, isn't it? Especially like towards the end. That's why if I'm doing a race, I always if people want to come out and see me, my fans, I always say. <laughs> I always say, like, wait for me, like, at the uh, the halfway point. Well, the people in the Amy masks. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. They? They're, they're oh, like, wait, come, sense, come on, Amy. Okay. So, halfway point, I need that boost. I'm, I've still got enough energy to be like, yay. If it's at mile 10 of a half marathon, no. I'm not even looking at you, you know? Those kids with their arms out, no way. Uh, so yeah, well, yeah, in the last few miles, there's no. no high fives. No. Oh, the first few miles, it's great. Like, I'm, yeah. like, running up to the kids, flapping their hands, sometimes a bit too hard. It's, yeah. you know, you've you got to judge it right. Poor child, like, screaming. <laughs> there was a little kid yesterday, uh, had to on the sign, hit for power, yeah. hit that for power, obviously. It's about three and a half miles in. And this kid just went, come on, son! Come on, have it! 
is like seven. It was terrifying. <laughs> At the Barry 10K, there was this, there was this like line of kids with all their hands out, and the very last kid moved his hand like too slow. Ooh. Like just so I went to get, he moved his hand, and it, well. Ultimate betrayal. Thinks he's a big deal, but left you yeah. hanging. Left me See, hanging. He'll learn eventually that's not cool. No. Because no. someone one day will leave him hanging. Yeah, when he's at the end of a 10k and he's knackered and he just needs that bit of a boost and it was denied. No. That's horrendous. That's the youth of today. It is. <laughs> on that note, Amy, let's move on to uh, bullshit running news. Oh, yes. Perhaps we'll have a jingle for this one day. Who knows? Yeah. Do you want to sing something? Bullshit running news. It's bullshit. Wow, you actually that, did. That was just off the top of my head. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. really expect you to do that. <laughs> you know what? I'm always, I'm always ready for a jingle. If anyone says, give me a jingle about this, like in a meeting or something, if they're like, give me a jingle, I'm like, okay, I'm the go-to jingle person. Does that happen often? This is the first time, but I think word will spread that I will be the... This is just my projection of okay. what I want to happen and how I want to be perceived. Um okay. Great, thanks. <laughs> this, that, this, this isn't the bullshit news, by the way. That's no, just no, a whole no. extra. That's just that a bit was of, a bonus. That was just a bit of bullshit. Right. Um, so my bullshit news, which I've been really excited to talk about, is the, I think they're calling it the Speed Camera Challenge. So you've probably seen this on Twitter. It's been retweeted a lot, or um, Runner's World have reported it, and a few other news outlets. Uh, it's where, basically, they look like students. I think they are students, are just running down these residential streets and going past those speed signs where they mm. flash up how... Well, for cars, it's supposed to be. They flash up how fast you're going. So these kids, like, running past and it's flashing up. Like, I think somebody got, what was it, like, 15 yeah, miles 15 per hour? 15 16, I've seen. Was that the... 16 was, like, yeah. is the highest, the fastest one yeah. so far. So it's just fantastic. I think some of them are on hills, though. So they've got that yeah, going. Yeah, I've, I've only seen a couple from the same one. But the thing is, I don't think this is bullshit news. I think this is no. amazing. Oh, no, it's fantastic. Like, I think this should be a run club activity we do yeah. and some sort of formal race, definitely. However, it would mean running in a road, which is probably less good for clubs. Yeah. But however, I am thinking now, whenever I'm driving around, I'm looking for these cameras to see where I yeah. can do one. So there, there is one near me, and it is slightly downhill, but you'd have to run across a road junction. So mm. I'm thinking that's probably not a good idea. If you go out in the dead of night, then that might be the way to do it. Yeah. I mean, the, the only experience I have with that is on the barrage, Cardiff Bay Barrage. They have that five mile per hour sign. If you go Ooh. faster than five miles per Ooh. hour, it flashes. You've been smashing five miles an hour. I, I've been, yeah. Well, I've it been... does get windy over there, doesn't it? So yeah, exactly. I've got a bit, yeah. of a, well a bit of a back. Good for you. You know, so um, I always like that when that flashes because I'm like, yeah, mate, five miles per hour. <laughs> the real bullshit about this is they were doing 50 miles an hour and this kid was at a dead sprint. Uh, apart from the one who just started to sprint, then fell on his face. That was amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. 15 miles an hour. Mo Farah in the Chicago Marathon ran 13 miles an hour for two hours and six minutes. So basically, at pretty much at this kid's dead sprint, like maybe 80, 90% of his full speed, that's Mo Farah's pace for a marathon. He's and at the end of the marathon, he got quicker. Exactly. He's got no business being that fast. He's got no business. What is he doing? You don't you don't sprint finish a marathon. I wouldn't be shouting Mo in the race. I'd be like, Mo, slow down. There's no what, what, what? That's not what you do. It's You're not going done. too fast. <laughs> just just chill out, all right? You don't yeah. need to go that fast. Bloody hell. No one kicks in a marathon. You're not doing a 5,000 metres now. No, that's what all the commentators were saying. They were like, why is he kicking? Like, you don't... What did they say? You don't kick in a marathon. You just close a marathon. Like, you just yeah. finish. You don't start kicking. No, he just he just goes for it. No, he's, he's got no business being that fast. We object. 
So, Amy, what is your next... Well, we've got a thing here. What is your next race or plan? But you're injured, so... I'm injured, but... Your plan is not being injured. No, my... my because I'm injured, okay. I've booked on a loads of races. Because that's what oh, you do yes. when you're injured. You sit you at home and yeah. you dream about not being injured. And yeah. you think, if I just book these races... When you say dream, do you mean fool yourself? Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a delusion, really. Um, yeah, so I like to think it's been optimistic. So, you know, you just sit at home and think, if I book these races, m- my knee will know. It's a psychological oh, yeah. thing. Okay. I don't need to pay for physio because... If I just book these races, my knee will be like, oh shit, I better sort myself out because I'm going to be running these bloody things in a few months. So I've booked my first ultra marathon for next year in June. Of course. That's fine. That'll yeah. be fine. Um, I think I worked it out and it's like 30 park runs, which what? when you look at it like that... were Well, 13 park runs. 13? Yeah. Because three miles. Yeah. Sorry, it was... Edit that out. 30, oh no, we're not editing that out. 30 <laughs> runs. You're not doing 90 You know what? Miles. I knew it was like a three in there somewhere. Don't, don't give me that. Oh, I'm just going to do 90 miles. Stop telling people. I've been telling people that all day. No, no, no. I worked it out and I, I, I did know it was 13. I just, I forgot. You're just making shit up now. I'm making shit up. I'll be so what's your up. previous longest distance? Half marathon. Right. I've never run over a half marathon before. Good for you. One go. Good plan. So just skip the marathon bit because I'm not doing London, so it doesn't matter. Yes, good. And just do an ultra marathon because that's what you did, right? That's what I did. I haven't done a marathon, but I've done an ultra, and I'm doing another one next year. Yeah, marathons yeah. are bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I, it's fine. Did you find it okay going straight to ultras? Yeah, <laughs> it was it was fine. I'm doing another one, so. Well, it can't have been that bad, then. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point. <laughs> we'll have a whole thing on that. But I, I kind of like the ideas of ultras because I think I think it's about finishing rather mm-hmm. than going for a time. And, you know, there's a lot of... if Unless you're super elite and stuff, I know there's a lot of walking in ultras. There's that sort of thing where if you can't see the top of the hill, you walk it and you save your energy a lot. Um, mm. So I, I think it's less pressure. What I feel like is less pressure than a road race. To sort of go for like a really fast time, even in like a marathon. Um, so that's what kind of attracts me to the idea of an ultra, of just completing the distance rather than thinking, right, I've got to do it in this time, whatever. It will just be, the the um, achievement will be to complete the distance. Yeah, I think we can talk about ultras definitely another yeah. time. And I can I tell you all about mine because I love to tell people <laughs> how I've done an ultra. Even before I'd done the ultra, I was telling everyone I'm going to do an ultra. Yeah. So you get to do that now as well. Um, but I'm sure we can talk about that mm-hmm. at length. Uh, another time um for me next week i'm going off road under the ponty plod which is 11 miles off road and on the road and up hills mm. and all kinds of horrendous things there's some massive hills in that it's i always think a good trail race is one where you have to put your hands on the floor at some point yeah if you have yeah. to put your hands on the floor or on a tree to pull yeah. yourself up that's the sign of a good race definitely and so the nipple plasters will be oh in god full there will, yeah there will be absolutely be nipple plasters on i, I can't stress this too much Please put plasters on your nipples, please. That's the that's the, <laughs> that's like a public information. That is, yeah. Thing. That's posters everywhere. Put plasters on your nipples. Yeah, if you take one thing away from this yeah. bullshit, <laughs> that's not bullshit. That's real. No, that, that's, that's as re- frankly that's as real as it gets. <laughs> this is this is real talk here. <laughs> Okay, if you've enjoyed this nonsense, then please follow us on Twitter at Bullshit Running. Uh, or you can email us, runningisbull at gmail.com. You're not allowed to have bullshit on Gmail. That's bullshit itself. So 
bullshit running on Twitter, runningisbull at gmail.com. There may be a Facebook page in the future. Oh, that was my job. Yeah. <laughs> there will be a Facebook page yeah. in the future. What do we want to hear about? We want to hear um, if you've got any suggestions for topics we can talk about, anything that you think is bullshit in running, any cool news stories. I mean, we call them bullshit news stories, but like anything on this podcast, it's kind of cool stuff as well. So anything, you know, you think that's weird or unusual, then send it to us and we can have a chat about it. If you want to have a good complaint, a good rant, I would love to read out a good rant from someone. That'd be fun. Oh yeah. A dramatic reading. (gasps) Yes. Yeah. Of something bullshit about running. Yeah. Send us your... Rants on running, double spaced, 500 words, <laughs> Times New Roman. <laughs> no, okay, just send us your rants. Yeah. So thanks for listening, and we'll be back in a few weeks' time. Bye. Bye. Can we talk about my nipples? <laughs>